0: Good morning, everyone. It's our first reading. Uh, We hear uh, God removes somebody from office. They're incompetent, whatever. And I thought to myself, oh, Lord, you should probably do that again. Uh, I can think of a couple world leaders that probably need to be removed from office and have someone replace them. That's all I'm going to say on that. (laughs) Our second reading is really a hymn written by Paul. It was a song. Uh, that he would have sung. But we hear it as the very Word of God and the truth uh, that comes out about praising God. And uh, my friends, uh, this uh, for nine years, I've been with you, and I've preached three times on this gospel, and I usually, in the past, have focused on uh, Peter or the papacy, because Peter is the first pope. He's the, And I speak about the successors of Peter, which would be, we call him pope. And um, I've spoken about the authority of the sacrament of reconciliation, confession. Uh, but today I would like to talk with you about something else that happens in this scripture. And um, today's account is very familiar throughout all of Christianity. It means all the denominations of Christians are very familiar with this reading. Uh, and <laughs> interpretation is a little bit different. Uh, and that's why sometimes we get in this little tit-for-tat when it comes to the Pope. Uh, but Jesus asked Peter a question, and the question is really about faith. And um, he, if you will, he, takes a, he asks him, Well, what is the world saying? Because he said, what, what are they saying about me? Oh, this, this, this. And Jesus is like, Yeah, none of that. That's, those opinions are wrong. So he says, Well, what do you think? What do you say? And he says something to him. And Jesus' response and his confirmation to Peter, is an announcement. He says, you are right, and on you I'm going to build a church. He's not talking about brick and mortar. He said, I'm going to build a community. You will be its foundation on earth. And my friends, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Jesus making his church. And uh, my friends, uh, Mother Church, the Roman Catholic Church, is seen by many people today as a worldwide corporation. <laughs> and uh, both from people who are inside the church and those who watch the church from the outside, they see the external things and the visible things, and um, they see us as a corporation or an organization that's centered on Rome, the Vatican, and then there's these men who were red, we call them cardinals, and they're running around doing stuff. And then we have men in purple running around doing things, those are bishops. And they seem to be managers, and they're managing uh, little areas. We call them dioceses. And um, the church also has an enormous amount of other institutions under its umbrella, known as parishes, schools, hospitals, and a lot of social welfare programs, as they call it, we call it ministry. But my friends, you know the church is much more than that. The church is, first of all, a very living, organic entity. And it has life because of the Spirit. And because the Holy Spirit runs the church, uh, it is to run through all of its members. So that very, uh, as the people would say, the vibe of the Holy Spirit runs through its members, us. And certainly, my friends, each one of us are to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But here it is for us. That personal relationship must necessarily lead you to the church. To be a Christian on your own, out there, you're not going to make it. It's just not going to happen. So my friends, uh, the relationship that I'm speaking about for us begins with our baptism. And that baptism puts an indelible mark upon us. And because of that, it becomes a very part of our very uh, identity. And because of it, each one of you have been given a grace uh, to make Christ present and known in our world. This is what the disciples are supposed to be doing. If you are baptized, you are the disciple of Jesus Christ. This is part of what we do. And um, Christ himself used an image that uh, communicates this. Um, he talked about his relationship with his friends, the disciples, the apostles. He said, I am the vine, and you are the branches. And what he's talking about is uh, what many understand as community and The words community and communion uh, are also used with the church. But uh, for us, we have another word in the Latin called communio. And communio is something deeper than just community, whereas the bond of community uh, with people often, uh, the the center of gravity is usually some type of interest, a school, a food, a particular nationality, a particular language. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with that. But we're much more than that. Uh, Communal refers to the fact that we are connected to God and to each other by the very power of the Holy Spirit. And this bond goes much deeper than a common interest. It's different. For us, it is a bonding at a level to our very core. So we live in this communal, and we share it together, and we are to walk together. We are supposed to walk in faith and especially when we in the Roman Catholic Church celebrate the sacraments, but throughout the Christian denominations when the very gospel of Jesus Christ is read and spoken about. And uh, my friends, the other things uh, folks say about the church is um, that it's a mystery, and uh, by that it does not simply mean that it's mysterious. Uh, What people usually mean, it means... Rather, something where the very presence of God is both veiled or concealed and revealed. And uh, concealed meaning that we cannot see God visibly. And I've been joking with everybody, and I said, if you have seen him this way, would you please email me? Because then you and I will take a trip to Rome to speak with the Holy Father about this. (laughs) Because he'll be very interested in knowing. Jokingly, I say that. But on the other hand, As I said, the very presence of God is also revealed, but it's revealed in a way uh, that's more tangible to us, certainly in the word, the gospel, certainly in the sacraments for our church and the Eucharist, but as it was from the beginning days through you. You make present his very presence also. The disciples made Jesus very present after he ascended, and we are to do the same thing church especially the local church meaning a parish is also supposed to be then a home and uh, one of our models that you see it on our website our home in the harbor and our family in the faith and we are trying every day to make that a living reality for our people we want you to feel at home and to feel that this is home where you are accepted and welcomed and but my friends as with any home there is also Certain disciplines and rules and orders. Now, if I come to your house and you tell me there are no rules, no orders, I'm going to ask you how you have survived so long. Because you know in your own house there is. In this house there is also that same thing. And the reason why is because Mother Church is the guardian of what is sacred and holy. Now, my friends, in our local church, meaning the Archdiocese, our, the parish, and uh, our parish, we should be able to experience the warmth and the movement of the Holy Spirit. The local church and parish, however, should never become only focused on inward, on itself, meaning nobody else. And uh, uh, simply ministering only to our registered members uh, is a danger. And uh, the danger would be that we would become nothing more than a social club. And the church is not meant to be that. Jesus is not created for that. And my friends, uh, uh, we got dangerously close to that. And I want to be very careful. Uh, In the time of COVID, I preached as a priest for 15 years. I begged people to come to church. And then during that time, I was instructed to tell people not to come. (laughs) Crazy time. I'm like, we're not the grocery store. And we're not a nightclub. (laughs) You know what I'm getting? We're not a social club. We're something different i, mean, I got to be careful lest I get in trouble. But uh, you see what I'm saying. And uh, so there is a danger that if we turn only in on ourselves this way and uh, try and lock out everything else, um, uh, we will be seen this way, we'll be understood this way. Our parish and our church provides for a larger community. And uh, we do this. We have lots of ministries that help out St. Vincent de Paul. There's a lot of ministries that reach beyond the Catholic community out even further. And we, so we provide. But my friends, make no mistakes about this. When we do this, we are going to encounter tension. When we do this, we are going to have to witness in a way that is counter-cultural. And that's just the way it is. The church has a culture of its own that arises from the gospel. That our culture, this culture, embodies a structure of values and meanings that often run counter to the values and meanings of society and the culture of the time. of late especially, I've been hearing, well if you guys don't start accepting and doing things differently, if you don't start doing it this way, the church isn't going to exist. Sorry, that's not the truth. For over 2,000 years, that has been said, and the church is still here. The church will cease to exist when Jesus Christ himself says it won't exist anymore because he has promised this. I trust him. I do not trust culture when it comes to this. So this is a problem. So when I hear people say, well, you don't start accepting this. Church won't be existing. Nope. Sorry, you're wrong. Just as Jesus did that poll. What are they saying? Yep, they're wrong. (laughs) So my friends, but having said this, that does not mean we are to be at war with everybody. It does not mean we are to hate. Jesus didn't teach hate. But we are to stand for his truth and for his values. And it will be difficult. It always has been. And my friends, believe me, uh, people have tried to take Mother Church down not only from the inside, but from outside. And it just hasn't come to pass because Jesus ultimately is in charge. So if we are really conscious about being Christ's church, and we're supposed to be, we will eventually experience conflict as church because we will stand for his values, and these values will not be shared by society around us. If you do not experience this conflict, if you do not experience this conflict, it's because you probably haven't accepted him completely. You are not being 100% his disciple. Or uh, if you keep jumping churches and parishes, well, I'm going to go over there because that priest will say yes. It's still the truth. It's still the truth. So if you want to parish hop and church hop, go right ahead. But you're going to be lined up for disappointment. There again, where is the commitment? Where is the commitment of the disciple? So, my friends, um, let us not treat the church as if it's some social club, because with a social club, you will use the club when it's convenient for you. Mother Church is not that. My friends, um, on this day, we've come together and we gathered in this house to be nourished by the Lord's word and his sacraments and to experience his presence in word and sacrament, but in the people, you, you his members, to be a community, communio. Let us be conscious then of this bond of unity that we have and let us live what we share with others as a parish and with many other ecclesial communities around us throughout the world. We are the branches, but Christ is the vine. You are the church, the mystical body of Christ on earth, but you have to start believing it And you have to start living it every day as if you believe it. A lot of disciples don't live it every day as if they believe it. So you got to start. So my friends, when it comes to, I'll get an email, but I don't say anything about Peter. So here we go. Our gospel today shows the story of the primacy of St. Peter the Apostle. And uh, it also tells us that it was not something that the church made up later on. Jesus himself from the beginning with his mind and his will, chose. Here's another thing I want you to understand. The failures of popes throughout history do not contradict Jesus' promises that the gates of hell would prevail against his church. I remind you from the scriptures, Peter himself failed the Lord. Remember, he denied him three times. At least that you'll remember. There were some other things. In giving authority to this man who denied Jesus, Jesus wanted to tell us and teach us that he was establishing his community, his church, not on human will and strength, but on his own love and his faithfulness and his strength. The church's true foundation is Christ himself, myself, other priests, other deacons, other bishops, the cardinals, and the Pope himself is a servant a servant to Jesus. And the office of Pope is a servant of Jesus. It is not Jesus' substitute.